Welcome to the Team Spiriters podcast, where we fling open the doors to TS Towers and share our passions with the world. This episode, we are talking to creative director Tim Glister about the work-work balance. So Tim, you wrote a blog post for the Team Spirit website entitled The Work-Work Balance. Um, can you introduce yourself and tell us about the two jobs that you do? Yep, so I'm Tim Glister. I'm one of the creative directors here at Team Spirit um, and... In my spare time, I'm also a writer of Cold War spy novels. Obviously, you're writing day in, day out, but what started you off um, writing a novel? I discovered this incredible, weird, strange moment in uh, 1960s history, and I'd, I'd always had slight secret ambitions about trying to write a novel, and then when I found this, this hook that I wanted to explore, I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a go in secret, without telling anyone, um, and spent a year of my weekends and evenings beavering away. Uh, and at the end of it, I had a novel. Fantastic. Now, the Cold War period, and especially spies in that period, um, are a very rich vein for drama and fiction. How did you immerse yourself in that period and, and research the novel? Uh, so the research was the fun bit. I mean, people say that if you want to understand a period, read the thrillers from it um and i took that idea and ran with it so i was reading all the james bond novels all the len dayton novels watching all the film adaptations um but then also really enjoying doing a deep dive into kind of newspaper research archives from the from the time how did you balance writing that novel with uh, writing in your day job so I found that they actually became quite symbiotic um there are there are things that as a professional copywriter um, I've learned that really helped me be able to write the novel and get to the end of it um, one thing a lot of people do is start writing a novel uh, and then realize that it's quite a mammoth task and it is um, but if you have some techniques um, in place they can really help you get get that whole thing done and can you tell me a little bit more about those techniques? What gets you going? What gets over writer's block? How do you handle it? Yeah, so writer's block is something that I've... I say I've never had the luxury to to experience it. Uh, because in my day job, I don't have the option. I can't just not do something. A client has paid for the work. Um, the creative work that I do sits in a very small window so it has to be delivered it has to be produced on time um, so you don't have the luxury of just not wanting to do something or just not feeling it um, that has really helped me plow on um, and push through whenever I'm feeling a little bit uninspired my my advice is always get it down on paper and then fix it later um, so once once you've got something you can fix you're in a much better position. And if you're writing all day, and obviously writing in your spare time as well, how do you mix those and sort of get divisions between those two worlds? So I'm pretty strict um, and, and regimented. Uh, I also apologise uh, a lot. Um, obviously in my day job, I have you know, projects that have to be delivered and multiple plates that need spinning. In my uh, personal life, obviously I've got friendships, relationships, uh, fun stuff that I want to do. Um, in my first 
uh, 4am to writing, my friends put up with a lot of text messages from me just saying, no, I can't do something. Uh, now I've learned that it's, uh, no, I can't do that, but let's do something else. As you mentioned, writing a novel is a, a daunting task and there's a lot involved and especially with such an interesting subject as spies and a great period like the 1960s, how do you how do you keep on track and 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 not wander off into territories that can be uh, cul-de-sacs or dead ends? So there's a there's an age-old question for writers, which is, are you a planner or a pantser? Um, and that basically means, do you come up with an outline that you stick to, or do you just see where your characters take you um, when you're writing? thrillers you kind of can't just see where your characters take you because you have to hit certain reveals you have to have secret agendas you have to build to a climax um so i borrow some of the skills that i've learned from my day job again uh things like coming up with a synopsis coming up with a content outline um making sure that that you know where you're headed um that doesn't mean that you strip out all creativity because you want to be able to change things as you go. But having that structure in place really helps you um, drive the drive the story forward, make sure you're hitting everything that you need to, and very often making sure you're hitting your word count. With, with writing, obviously there's not just writing, there's also editing and, and self-editing your work. Has anything you've learned in terms of your, your day job, in terms of editing yourself, helped you with your novel writing? Yeah. The, the biggest one is the idea of killing your darlings. Every creative has a project that they love, a visual that they, they think is absolutely perfect, a headline that they think is the cleverest thing, um, and then what they've discovered is that no one else gets it. And you can fight for that and you can push and you can struggle, but sometimes what you have to do is just get rid of it, park it, kill it off. And I've found that a lot with my writing. Sometimes you'll you'll write yourself to this point where you think, this is really, really important. This is the greatest thing anyone's ever written. And then your editor doesn't get it. And you have to swallow your pride and go, okay, this is in the wrong place. This is actually causing too many problems. This needs to either be chucked in the bin or put in a drawer and brought back. And it's amazing how often you find when you're writing that the solution to a problem in front of you is is just to remove the problem. Um, because it may actually be that it doesn't need to be in chapter three, it can be in chapter 19. Um, or it doesn't need to be part of the reveal, it should actually be part of the setup. Um, so being flexible and being willing to swallow your pride and kill your darlings is really important. Good stuff. And if you if you do get a bit stuck, if you are finding things a bit tricky, um, what what other approaches do you use that maybe you borrow from your, your copywriting to sort of get yourself going? So this is always this is about perspective shifts. Um, one of the one of the big challenges with fiction writing is that you are effectively just working out ways to make conversations interesting. Um, and one of the big ways to do that is to shift the perspective, move the context, put people in other places. Um, and that's what I do with my day job. With my day job, we get given a product or a service or an audience need. And what we need to do is come up with three or four or five different ways of interpreting that that will land with people emotionally. Um, 
so that means that you never get something that's expected. You never get something that's obvious, that's straight down the line. And that's a really useful skill um, for applying to, to fiction writing. It means that, that you f think more creatively, more freely. You think, okay, if these two guys need to have a conversation, where could it happen? It doesn't need to be in an office. Could it be in a park bench? Could they fly to the other side of the planet? What would they be seeing? Why would, why, where else can I put them? Um, and that, that means you come up with stuff that's more interesting, more entertaining, um, and that connects with people. Tim, thank you very much. No, my pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Team Spiritist podcast. We hope it's been truly transformational.